Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana in the U.S. of A. You are listening to episode number 101, 101, guys, in the new year, 2016. Hope everybody had a great and safe new year. Hope everything went well for you on that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we survived, I guess. Did we? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully we all survive, I, w- I, w- I would think. Hopefully we all survive. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, hope everybody's going well. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And always with us is our travel agent guru, Mr. Lee Lasavica. How you doing, Lee? Hey, Moikins. How's it going? Ready to talk some Star Wars? Ooh, pew, pew. Maybe. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our comic guru in the house from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, Eli? Oh, good. Loving how this new year is starting. Feeling it, man. 2016. Woo yeah. did, did, did Grandpa Eli make it through New Year's? To rat, to rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he had to he's say. Sleeping. He, he had to, you know, he he, had, he slept through uh, the first day of 2016 uh, based on some bowl games, and I just had to feed him a lot of stuffing and peas. And uh, yeah, he slept good, like a champ. He's good to go. He's good. To he's go. good to go. You guys, let me know you want to back off for of 2016. I'll no. make sure to <laughs> put a little adrenaline no. in the uh, in the medication. I think we have a you know, I'm a weekend that's even named after what the desires are. <laughs> really. <laughs> now we're euthanizing Grandpa Eli. Oh, that's terrible! What? Don't spend 2016 taking out the old, you know, <laughs> taking out the past. Without the past, we can have no future. <laughs> I get that, but um, without the past, we can have no present. <laughs> you cold man, boy. <laughs> to rat, to rat, to rat, to rat. Uh, so, guys, hopefully everybody enjoyed our little Christmas release that we did last week. Uh, Lee, your little poem. Went over great, man. A lot of people enjoyed it. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Merry yeah. Christmas. Happy Actually, can I, can Happy I, Kwanzaa. Yeah. Can I say, like, on a, on a personal note there, I listened to that, and man, like, I know we, we tease you for having no artistic talent, Lee, but uh, I, I saw some artistic talent in that. You well, do. Thank you, sir. You do have some some skills, sir. Congratulations. Making the magic happen. I do have my moments. You did. You made me laugh a couple <laughs> of times in there. Yeah, just true to Magic Our Way fashion. He got creative, and it was well. He it was did. Really went well. Uh, uh, Chief Woo Woo, he wrote in. He loved the Woo Woo. St. Woo Woo. Mm-hmm. And, and I got a couple other little emails that talk about it, and we'll get address that in guest services. Oh, uh, one other thing I want to talk about. The fifth guy from the Navigator show that we Danny and I forgot is, in fact, named Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. I uh, still don't know who you are. Yeah, one day we'll meet. We'll, one day we'll be on the same show, and then we can figure out who Chris is. But we, at least we have a name to the face. We won't call him that fifth guy. No, and, and really, I mean, I've heard the show before. I've heard him before. I just, I don't know who, you are, who he is. <laughs> well, we, at least we have a name to the unknown. He's, yes, he's, not the, he's not the unknown podcaster anymore. Well, he's the one Navigator we don't really know. That's right. Maybe the unknown uh, Navigator. Maybe he's yeah. like, they're mononymous. We'll never get to know him. Right. I, I don't feel like he's made the effort to get to know us. <laughs> <laughs> Have mercy. So ladies euthanize old people. They deserve to be euthanized. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should Ouch. have a we should have a vote like they did with uh Robin. <laughs> you know, so whether or not to kill off Grandpa Eli. Or, or like call one eight hundred number. Yeah, call one save Grandpa Eli, euthanize Grandpa Eli. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, on that note, let's go ahead and handle some business. 
Guys, the Magic Our Way podcast is a New Orleans-based Disney fan podcast. We are artistic buffs talking Disney stuff, and we encourage the Moican Nation to be creative with us and let your inner artist come alive just like Lee did last week with the Christmas thing. Yeah. And if you have not heard it, man, go check it out. It was released as a bonus episode, so there's no number associated with it, but you'll enjoy it none the same. Find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast from social media links to merchandise at www.magicourway.com. You can text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. 669-4226, guys. One of the best ways to get in touch with us. Or you can shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. Well, guys, why should you listen to us in the new year? Why should you listen to us in 2016? Well, let me tell you. We give you entertainment. Mm-hmm. We give you analysis. We ignore no one. We explore mm-hmm. any and every angle of any topic presented on the show. Mm-hmm. No doubt. We yeah. allow any and all opinions from our listeners to be presented. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. We want to be the all-inclusive voice of the Disney fan community. How about a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So guys, on Magic Our Way podcast number 101, we'll be discussing some Star Wars stuff, mainly. The episode seven that has come out, The Force Awakens, all of us have seen it. And so just to warn you guys, it's full of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, press the pause button on this episode and come back to it after you've seen that show. So please make sure you do that. Uh, We're going to warn you again when we get to the hub segment. But yes, it is a spoiler filled episode. And of course, we got some guest services things, and and we have some cute things. And on that note, guys, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around your neck. All right, guys. First up on guest services, we have... Uh, once again, Mr. Mononymous, Richard Hercher on the show. He writes in, this is via Facebook. Anyway, Richard Hercher writes, thank you, Lee, for including us in your poem. My four-year-old daughter was in the back seat as I was listening to this, complaining it's Nick, not St. Woo-Woo. When she, <laughs> lo- when she lost it, hearing her last name mentioned, hope everyone is having a great holiday. Yeah, so his little four-year-old got much glee hearing her name on the show. So thank you, Richard Hercher. Well, hopefully he didn't have to explain what a... F and navigator is. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Did you like my reading of your poem? Did you enjoy that? You did a great job, Kevin. Let yeah. me tell you. You're you like could a- read the, the Christmas story at the house anytime. Oh, thanks, man. Who's next? Once again, we have Mr. Mononymous. And he writes in and he says, seriously, how about a Magic Our Way comic? Kind of silly, <laughs> madcap, the MOW crew do Disney World comic with some goofy MacGuffin twist. Kevin and the search for pork shanks. <laughs> or rock and roller coaster, do or die. I'll put up a few bucks to the Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did they get turned into comic guru? What do you think about that? Does that does that hold any water to be successful? Yeah, of course. If this podcast has been successful, book most definitely. Um, and if he says he's gonna he's gonna get some people together to pay for it, that's supply and demand. I, look, I I contribute any artwork needed. Um, to, towards the success of that project, no, no doubt about it. That'd be a lot of fun, man. Make sure that's a high Kickstarter, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Richard Hercher or Mr. Mononymous. A great idea, and then something to explore in the near future. Absolutely. Who's next? And of course, we have Mr. Josh Coco next, and he writes, "Love the poem. Amazing. That's all, Josh." <laughs> 
That's it. That's all he said. Josh absolutely loved it. Yes, it was great. That says it all. That says it all. (laughs) That's it. That's all he got to say? That's all he had to say. Okay. That's all he wrote. Okay. It's short, short and sweet. Who's next? And last but not least, we have Evix Grandpa Eli wrote into the show. Anyway, he says, hey guys, Evix Grandpa Eli here. Had a question (laughs) for (laughs) y'all. I am planning a trip for... I love that he didn't even put his real name. He just puts a Vix Grandpa Eli. <laughs> That's how you, you are awesome, sir. I told you. <laughs> but every one that does it, there's 15 that do. No, there's just 15 that being polite that won't say nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. So he says, I had a question for y'all. I am planning a trip for me, my girlfriend, her parents, her sister, and her sister's boyfriend to go to Disneyland. Wow. We were looking at going to be in the park May 22, 23, and 24. Mm -hmm. My main question was about grad night. Any idea when regular old people get booted? And how about crowds? Obviously, it'll be crowded since it's May, but how does grad night affect them? Thanks for all your help and happy belated 100th episode. Oh, thank you very much. You always want an old person kicked out or something. You notice that? What? Mm-hmm. He, said he, yeah, wants, he always true. wants an old person kicked out. Right, he wants young people kicked out so he can enjoy a holiday with his family. He just thinks Grandpa Eli's annoying. Like no, he was talking world. about the old people. No, He's no, like, he was no, talking no. about when regular people get booted out. Of the parks when grad night happens. Yeah, he wants to know when he's going to be booted out for these young whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. He's an old person. He's an old person? No, you say he's an old person. Is that what he's saying? No, I I think he's probably in his 20s, right? What would you say? I have no idea. 20s, 30s? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'd say about 30s, possibly. Yeah. How old are you, Vic's grandpa Eli? Give us a rough estimate. Magicrow at gmail.com. Anyway, let's answer his question. So, grad night. Does anybody have any experience with this? I have not gone there for grad night, uh, particularly Disneyland. You have. (laughs) I was going to say, you would have. Yeah, you would have. And actually, grad night kind of goes late, too, because their school year kind of ends a little bit later than May. You know, sometimes it goes into June. But um, you won't have to worry about getting booted. You will eventually. But when you see the crowds that happen with grad night, uh, you're going to want to (laughs) leave. It's nuts. Well, that happens before the park shuts down. They just it's just the graduates that are left. Yeah, they 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 start entering the park by droves in the evening when the sun falls down. You know, I guess they get off school or whatever else happens. And you, you start seeing packs of. High school kids. And when I was there, I was in DCA, California Adventure. And, you know, my little family was walking around. And then we saw packs of kids. And then we saw another pack of kids. And when they met in the center, they're all like, oh, 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 that's it. They just kept yelling or whatever. Started chanting. It was loud. It was like worse than a Brazilian tour group. It was almost worse than a, I don't know about that. But it was was about as loud as a Brazilian tour group. And it was constant. So um, at least I didn't have to worry about translating. Oh, because they're just going. (laughs) They were probably drunk or something. (laughs) Uh, they were having a good time, but it was it was everywhere in the park, and it slowly got to get more and more and thick. And as the night went on, you heard the bumping music in the background starting to to, to ramp up and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you start to kill Grandpa Eli. Kill Grandpa Eli. So you start to hear all that kind of stuff, and you're going to want to go, <laughs> okay? Especially when you have traveling with what uh, your her, your parents, the sister in law, the brothers, half sister, the dog, and the mother, and the and the, the mother in law, the, the entire yeah, the boyfriend and the boyfriend's dog sister or whatever. Yeah, you got a lot of people there, so you know when you start seeing a crowd, you're going to want to leave anyway, because uh, it, it does get and it gets pretty thick, dude. It, it gets pretty insane. So uh, not that it's a bad thing, but I mean, you know, I know at least for my family, that's what happened. We were going to stay around a little bit longer. We wanted to catch uh, Wonders of Color. Uh, we said no. <laughs> we wow. said, okay, we're going back to the room. Forget this. 
noise. You know, the we're, we're, we're out over, of here. Huh? Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's a lot. There's a lot of students out there, man, and they converge on that place, and they, you know, they enjoy their time. They made it through. All right, eighth through K through twelve. So well, here's what you should do. You're saying if Grandpa Eli annoys you, the grad work, the grad night children are gonna annoy you even worse. Probably so. Okay, he's gonna okay. say evict grad night kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what you should do then. So he gets him like some glasses and then like a ruler and then like a sign that says something like you know who wants to go to detention or something. You just start you know who wants to go to the principal's office. Knocking knuckles. Yeah. Who wants to be spanked? Put the rap on them. And they'll be like, oh, and then they'll like run the other way, you know? Yeah, but they might be kind of freaky. Well, that's different. Well, you know, I don't know what the youth of today deals with, but just, just a thought if you wanted to stay in the park. Oh, well, there you go. Try that and see what happens and let us know. That's your way at gmail.com. Young people are very easy to creep out. So yes. offer to spank young college girls and see what happens. <laughs> Oh. oh, wait, no, these aren't college girls. These are high school. High school these are high school, school. yeah. Do not offer <laughs> <laughs> The Magic Our Way podcast does not <laughs> encourage offering to spank uh, young high school girls at all. You said wrap across the knuckles for the, well, yeah, that's, yeah, knuckles, right. Moving on. Moving on, moving on. Let's Kill Grandpa on. Eli. <laughs> Let's head on to the queue. All right. Uh, just in case you guys hadn't heard, there is the newest Walt Disney World discount was released. Um, you can save up to twenty five percent on rooms, and you will also get four buy four tickets, get one free. Uh, these are for travel through June eleventh. Uh, you will also need to book by March thirty first in order to get that. Um, so some good deals. Uh, spring break, early summer. Uh, you can definitely get uh, some good prices going on i've done a couple quotes this week and there's still a lot of availability so if you're going to go in the spring uh this is your discount grab it up and uh if you want to book that trip just uh contact me at lee at magicrway.com do it do it you do know it. I, I just got my special unique offer code for like 30 percent off oh yeah what is it uh, uh, what <laughs> what's the code <laughs> K-I-L-L. Oh, actually, you know what? I, there's also, I'm sorry, I don't want to step on your conversation there, but there's also a, a, a rate out right now for villas uh, up to 30% off. Uh, if you're a Disney Visa card holder, you have to be a Disney, you have to be a Disney Visa card holder and it has to be a villa, but you can definitely save some good money on those right now. You have to have Visa room card. on that Disney Visa card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to have room on there as well. Oh, that's a shame. Oh. All right, and the last main thing I guess we need to talk about that's been in the news, and I'm sure you've already heard about this. Uh, you can search any article, but metal detectors now at Walt Disney World Resorts. Guys, what do y'all think? About time. <laughs> it's about time. I was going to say, I mean, I don't want to say about time. Like, they've got some kind of crazy, you know, stuff going on that they needed them, but I'm, I'm just surprised that it hasn't happened before now. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's, uh, you know, I I'm glad they didn't wait for something to happen to instill exactly it. like they weren't reactive like I'm, I'm used to being in a very reactive state uh, mm -hmm. of living in a very reactive state and at least they had some forethought to maybe be preventative mm -hmm. you know um but uh, i mean i haven't read anything on social media about this other than just articles of people's opinions and stuff but I mean, is there any, have y'all read anything about it? Is, is there any dissent or any dis, disappointment into this? Is there, you know? I read someone, I mean, just comments, but someone's complaining because they weren't themed. 
<laughs> like, uh-huh. like, come on, man. Like, they have stormtroopers there waiting yeah, to something. I'm not a first sure order. Exactly what kind of, <laughs> you know, theming they need for metal detectors, but uh, I'm but sure I they're coming. Uh, stormtroopers, that's what they need. They need stormtroopers at the gate, you know, with wands yeah. waving you down. No, and I, then if you got to, if you, if you make the metal detector go off, they beat you with that baton thing. They I'm with that. They know they there could be better theme metal detectors. That, yeah, that's a good, good. point. I, I do I, I do appreciate that critique. I love that critique. I mean, look, I hate the fact that you know the entryway to Disney World, Disneyland is going to be more of a bottleneck than what it already is because it's going to take longer now because of the metal detectors and it sucks. But it's about time because it's it was only a matter of time before some idiot looking to make a statement was going to target something like. You know, a Disney park. Well, what I want to know is, okay, so they're taking care of the front. What about backstage? Like, you know, there's many accesses to backstage. How are they securing that? Well, if backstage was easy to get into, Fish on Wu would already be there. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If Fish on Wu can't get in, the terrorists cannot get in, and we're all safe, I think. I- I'm saying. So Chief Wu Wu, I guess that's our next challenge to you. Did you choose to, expo- to, choose to, to accept it? Please don't. He'll do it. He will try. Being held, <laughs> waiting for police to arrive. This is my one phone call. Damn you guys. Get me out. <laughs> call Patrick. Call George. Patrick. George, I'm in jail. No, don't do it. He will actually try and do something. He will. Please don't. He will try. Yeah. Lie from the Attiladors. <laughs> this is Sean Wu. With the dirty bomb. <laughs> oh, these guys in Hawaiian shirts are chasing me now. Yeah. <laughs> Do they see me? Do they see me? Oh, they see yeah. me. I'm running. They saw I'm me. I'm running. <laughs> yeah, live from the Tildors. I'm running out to the Tildors. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, we don't want to run 20 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Chief Wu, don't do that. No, don't. Please don't. Uh, so you know, I have no problem with the metal detectors. Uh, so be it. I, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem with them either. I mean, I will have a problem when I go there, and it takes me twenty minutes to get into a park. But I understand why they're there. I mean, you know, when they search your bags and stuff, it's a pretty loose search. It is. It's a very, very loose, loose search. search you know? Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. They take your word for it, and. Uh, like, it, it, you know, if they can't see anything on you, they let you go through. And who knows what you could have. Yeah. yeah. You know, I could have a, you know, I could be packing a, a weapon of sorts in my in my pocket, a mm-hmm. gun or something like that, and no one would know. Right. Um. So, yeah, no, why why take a risk like that? There's yeah. just no purpose. They got all kind of crazy laws happening in Florida anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, if I was the pilot that'd be over there, all it takes is one incident and then, like, boom, I'll shut your stuff down really quick. So, right. yeah, I, I agree having to take that precaution. It's just a side of the times, unfortunately, where yeah. fantasy and reality must mix. But Yeah, that's the thing that's sad is that this has to happen, and then everyone's like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. No one's fighting it. No one's – I haven't seen one person say – this is a travesty. When you go to a Disney park, you take a risk. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that yet. I'm not, I'm not taking a risk for that. No, no. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Well, they got too much stuff going down in Florida. Just, yeah. I mean, so, y'all didn't want to take a risk and go to the movie theater, much less, you know. That is true. That is mm-hmm. true. It, but it was tough for me to go ahead. Like, I, I, I was very adamant that I didn't want to go see Star Wars opening weekend. And somebody kept spoiling the movie for me. So I was like, fine, I'll go because it was a Sunday night. And I figured, well, no one's going to make a statement on a Sunday night because most news media is off. You know, <laughs> you know Friday and Saturday are on high alert. Sunday, they're like, we'll take a day off and then we'll get back to work on Monday. Right. So I figured Sunday night was safe. And, and you're here to tell the tale. I am here to tell the tale. Well, good. So Mohicans, let us know what you think about the new metal detector stuff. Magicrow8 gmail.com. 
A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Magic Our Way podcast went and saw episode seven. Separately. Guys, today's hub, we are talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens. And the Force is back. Yes. <laughs> With a vengeance. With a vengeance. <laughs> so everybody's, everybody here has seen it, correct? Yeah. And mm-hmm. before we get into it, if you have not seen it, any of you Moeekins or people that are visiting our show for the first time, um, this will be a spoiler-filled review, discussion, and whatever you want to talk about it. We're going to talk about Star Wars, and we're going to geek out about Star Wars, and we're going to talk about every little aspect of the movie, uh, maybe anything about the franchise, whatever. So if you haven't seen it or you don't want to hear it, just skip this hub, man. Listen to our uh, other segments of the show, or just skip the show altogether. Whatever. It doesn't okay, matter. Or come back to us after you've seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put us, yeah, save it. Uh, good point. Save us for later. Mm-hmm. Put us on hold until you've seen it, you know, right. but this will be a spoiler filled episode. So you have been warned. Mm-hmm. This is your chance, your last chance to get out of it while you still can, while you're alive mm-hmm. and action. <laughs> Star Wars guys. Let's get initial overall. This, we don't have to get into details yet. Let's go with initial overall reactions around the room. We'll give it a couple of minutes for each person to say their piece. Um, was, who's the first person to see it here? Was that Lee? Lee was the first person Lee to see it. Right, we'll yeah, I know I was the last. So, uh, Lee, go ahead. What is your overall view of Star Wars? Go. Uh, overall, two thumbs up. I, I liked it. Um, I don't know if I want to start the discussion that heavy or not, but let's call it what it is. It's really a remake of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, to me, it's, it's a great movie. I loved it. I'll, I want to see it at least once more, maybe more. But it really is almost the same exact movie as Star Wars, the original, whatever you want to call it, The Force Awakens, uh, A New Hope, the New Hope, a new hope. whatever you want to call it. Yes. Hopefully we'll discuss that in more detail. But that was my uh, once the shock and awe of seeing it wore off and I was at home. That's the first thing I thought. I said, you know, it really is the same movie as Star Wars, The New Hope. Hmm. OK. And who's the next person to have seen it? I guess that would be me. That'd be Danny. OK. So Danny, your, your initial thoughts? <laughs> Uh, overall thoughts I'm sorry? i'll tell you exact same thing i texted out because lee was kind of texting us like i can't wait till y'all see it i can't wait till we discuss it and when i finally got a chance to see it uh the exact first thought that i had that i texted out to everyone that was that because this movie had been getting a lot of positive press so i, I said that it was a uh, it was a solid base hit but it was not a home run that was my impressions of it where i, I enjoyed it it, it did feel like I was watching continuation of the Star Wars universe, but at the same time, I thought that the effort being put in for the amount of time that they had to come up with the story and, and to come up with the, um, a direction to go in, I kind of felt like it was a little lacking. And Eli, you were next in line of us to see it. So what are your overall thoughts? What I initially thought was it was, was pretty much, hey, it was, it was cool to it was cool to see it. I, I like the visuals in it. I mean, I know we're not going to go into too much depth until I guess later uh, but overall I give it about a 7 yeah. out, out of 10 I didn't, of 10, I didn't okay. hate it I didn't hate it but I didn't love it that make it you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and it was and I, and I agree with you with you guys uh, as well as like it was like you know, New Hope light. <laughs> right, you know? right. Um, it, it was, I don't know if it was light. I, I'd say it was New Hope plus. <laughs> no, I say New Hope light. I, <laughs> I mean, I can't. I, I'll wait to go into details. Better, but less filling. But it was great. Less diet filling. with aspartame. Because it was, you know, yeah. Because you know, it was like you say you have like Coke. And Coke is really sweet. Like, yeah. ooh, that tastes good. Then you get like Diet Coke, which is kind of bitter. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you get like Coke Zero, which is just kind of flat. Mm-hmm. It just looks like Coke, 
but it doesn't taste like Coke. Which one of those Cokes were, did you, did you, did you, are you calling this? I was I would I would definitely call it I would call it Coke Zero. It's Coke oh, Zero. Okay. Yeah. Cuz it's, it's not as bad as New Coke. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have New Coke, but it's not like like if New to me Return of the Jedi was Coke. You might but, have stumbled upon a whole new rating scale. I yes. mean, <laughs> that the is hell it. with the stars, the hell with the thumbs. You might have regular Coke, classic Coke, <laughs> um, Coke, Coke Zero, Zero Diet Coke. Um, you may have come up with your own. <laughs> Danny, if I may, uh, Kudos. copyright Magic Railway 2015. Thank copyright Coca Cola. <laughs> Yeah, copyright Coca Cola. Yeah. Whatever hell year you want to put it, it worked out well because yeah. Cause, we're gonna uh, use you and uh, use uh, sponsor us if they right. want. If yes. they wanted, if they want, you know, to have me endorse them and, and pay us, and you know, hey, that's all good. But yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so I'm the last one to see. I actually it was yesterday. We're recording this on a Tuesday before New Year's, and I'm the last one to seen it. And um, my overall thing is like, I liked it. I wasn't blown away, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I'll go ahead and uh, I'll lead up. That's my overall thing. It's I, I was pleased. I, I'll be honest. When I saw that little blue font print that said "A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away," it, yes, I, it, it, it twitched. And I, was, yeah. I was very excited. I was yes. Like, ah, it's on the screen again. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, look at this. Sh-. I'm sorry. You yeah, know, I was very. Uh, you were leaning I mean, over to Val, pinch my nipple. I was like, I was like, I'm freaking done. I can go home now. I saw it on the screen. Forget the rest of the damn movie. I saw a little blueprint a long time ago. And forget it, you know? Yeah. And then the scroll came and I just, it was great. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell the thing said. I just like, it's yellow print font going slant ways. It's, it's beautiful. You went outside and smoked a cigarette. I did. I did. I was spent. Mm-hmm. I was spent. I didn't want to even know what the hell like, happened. I don't know why I'm so, reviewing this movie now. I don't know what the heck. That was so <laughs> good. That was it. I was done after that. But anyway, yeah, like I yeah. said, overall, I, I wasn't, I was pleased. I was happy to see. I was happy to see Han and Chewbacca. I wasn't completely blown away by everything. I thought BB-8 was cute. Mm-hmm. But um, just to lead the discussion, uh, kind of like what we're uh, all, all kind of mentioning, if I had to, I guess, break it down or boil it down to parts, I saw a lot of elements of episode four that they came back and used. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's like they threw it all more in rapid succession. Yeah. You know, it's like we know, we now know, kind of know what the possible love interest is. We know whose father is who. Uh, at least initially with the bad guy and stuff and all that kind of business. There's like a couple other things. It's like, okay, I recognize that from episode four. I recognize that from episode four. And like, I'm okay with that. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, throw those elements. Those elements worked and it was great. It's good to the story, but then I'm waiting for it somewhere in the middle, maybe if not sooner to break off mm-hmm. from all those previous elements that we know of into its own thing. Yeah. You know, a wholly new creative yeah, and it never really piece happened. of content. And it didn't really happen until maybe the end. If you want to consider Ray, given the, confronting Luke at the very end with a beard, Luke beard, uh-huh. <laughs> bearded <All right>. Luke. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, so I guess that kind of, and they just kind of stare forever. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this shot's a little too long. Okay. Yeah. yeah I kind of, we're was... checking it out. It's like, all right, do you want to, f- me? I don't know. Like what's going on here? <laughs> it's just like Dumbledore and the Island. And the, you know, you're trying to find the ring. You know, from Harry mm. Potter, I, you know, it was, okay, it's a little too long a shot. JJ, come on, you know, I where agree. is it going? Because, yeah, because at the end, you know, when she goes off to go, takes the Millennium Falcon and go see him, it's like, all right, this is cool. All right, now we're going to get something that's completely new, different. Mm. Last Doesn't last for that long, and then they just look at each other for a while. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> but, so that's my, t- I mean, what do you all think about that, about the whole, I'm talking about the Star Wars, uh, the episode four things well, i mean i know y'all saw it because we all kind of mentioned it in one form or the other let me just say this yeah let me say this they say the hallmark of a great disney vacation is that you leave that vacation already planning the next one yeah i didn't walk out of that movie eagerly anticipating the next star wars mm, okay. i never felt I like, like when i walked out of there it's like oh my god i can't wait to see where the story goes from there 
because and and here's your final warning, folks, on the spoiler alerts. Because once Han Solo is gone, you just lost fifty percent of my interest in Star Wars. <laughs> right. I mean, who is if you think about it, really, like who's the best quote unquote actors in that movie? The old ones. Well, not just that, but um, Harrison Ford. Well, yeah. Okay. You know, I mean. Uh, Carrie Fisher's not that great of an actress. You know, uh, Mark Hamill's not that great yeah. of an actor. She was before the drugs. Yeah, Mark <laughs> Hamill's not that great of an actor. He didn't say a word in the movie. Just took his. But I'm just saying, off. like, he, yeah. he's who's going to carry the next story? Well, it's supposed to be Ray and Finn and uh, the pilot dude. That's that's supposed. To, yeah, like, the pilot see, dude. and Finn, the was, pilot dude I saw was going to be like the next Han, I guess. And, yeah. and by the way, yeah. the names in the movie was like I felt like I was like watching Boy in, Boys in the Hood. You know, <laughs> Poe, Snoke, Ray, Ray, <laughs> Snooky, <laughs> where your peoples? Hey, Ray, Ray, we're going to go get Poe and go get Snoked. I mean, I, I, I was thinking like Mark Twain and like, hey, Finn, we're going to go whitewash a fence with Snook and, <laughs> like, yeah. and That's true. And, and, and Ray. Like, could I come up with some cooler names? Uh, I don't know, that was my only one thing where i was like you know the names just enough like i like poe when i heard, when i first saw him but it's yeah. like i can't get over his name is poe <laughs> yeah yeah you know on the poe 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 po. uh the carrie fisher thing uh i stated this before to some friends i'm like carrie fisher's character like princess leia now reminds me of the the nun character she played in jane silent bob yes back mm-hmm. <laughs> that same kind of demeanor and everything else yes. i don't know if y'all seen that movie but uh, when she started talking i'm like that's the nun it's one thing to follow the book but yeah, yes. yeah do you yeah. do you follow the book well i gotta oh <laughs> nun bush cocaine's yeah. a hell of a drug that's right <laughs> Yeah, no, she's, uh, yeah, she, her face was kind of wooden in that. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but her daughter was in there. Oh, really? Oh, really? Did y'all know that Carrie Fisher's daughter was in there? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Okay, do, you, do y'all watch uh, the uh, the show Scream Queens that was on? No, no. I don't watch it. Okay, no. okay. There's a character in there that always wore earmuffs. That's Carrie Fisher's daughter. No kidding. Yes. And if you, <laughs> she always wore earmuffs. You always wore earmuffs, and she was Carrie That's Fisher's Liz. daughter. And if you watch, there's a point there when they're in the um, the resistance command center mm-hmm. where she alerts them to something on the screen. That's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh, that's daughter. her? Yes. And I it's remember a brief that moment. Yeah. It's a very, very brief moment, but I mean, she's definitely in there. Yeah, go Google search her, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure when you see it, you'll you'll remember it. But going back to your original question, okay, uh, so let, let's, I guess let's uh, go back to uh, how closely this rips off the fourth one. <laughs> let me throw this out there. This is what I, after thinking about it, this is everything I came up with, and maybe I missed something. Okay. You got a new Death Star. Mm-hmm. All right. It's basically vulnerable in the same way as the original Death Star. You Actually, no, young- the original Death Star was a little harder, dude. <laughs> yeah, Okay. <laughs> Uh, you got a young Jedi who has yet to realize that he or she is a Jedi. Okay. There's a desert planet. Mm-hmm. There's an orphan child. Mm-hmm. There's a wise, cracking, lovable droid. Mm-hmm. There's a bad guy in a mask. Well, I don't know if BB-8 was wise cracking. He yeah, was he, okay, a lovable droid. He was adorable. He was cute, right? He, he, he was an R two D two. He's basically R two D two. He's like yeah. our travel agent. Yeah. yeah, he made me depressed yeah. most of the time. He was always like, <laughs> but when he gave the thumbs up, that was funny, right? That was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that was good. That was good. <laughs> Actually, Eli uh, and I were talking about this before, and we'll get into this, I'm sure. But we, our opinion was that Finn was like the C three PO of the movie. But uh, um, go 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 could ahead. Be, could be okay. Are you close to the Winston Zedmore? The death of a beloved character in the hands of a bad guy with a good guy's looking on mm-hmm. you got a cantina mm-hmm. you got with an ancient a, with small a band alien. playing reggae mm-hmm. right I might say an ancient small alien oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so from like the eight, golden girls that's true yeah that's like eight things like you could 
it'd be okay to have like one or two little throwbacks, but it's the whole movie was a throwback. Well, also you, you had the... like you had like three Han Solos. You had the actual Han Solo, the Poe mm-hmm. Dameron Han Solo, and the and like Han Solo was a comedic relief in those movies outside of C three PO. Right, right. Uh, yeah, has a red arm. But like you had like That's three so characters who all wise cracking. Me, I have a red arm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to say, and and that's where I'll give this movie credit. It's probably the funniest Star Wars movie I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, there was a lot of humor all throughout the entire mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, probably more than the other movies. Uh-huh. You know, you know what I wish though, when when Han Solo confronted his son, and and the son said Han Solo, mm-hmm. I, I was waiting for him to say your mother sent me. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> Your mother sent me. That that would have been <laughs> that nice. would have been very Han Solo. That would have, <laughs> you know. But I didn't get that. I was like, dang it. No. Now no. it's emotional and all hard. And now they're gonna. Of course, they're gonna kill him because everybody's looking down at. Well, him. that yeah. was the thing. It wasn't like you know. He's the Obi Wan. There was nobody <laughs> who didn't know that Han Solo was gonna die going into that moment. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a very right. Once he walked out on the bridge, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of on your nose almost, you know. And it took right. forever. Again, there, those are two people that looked at each other forever. Yeah, you mm-hmm. saw that. But yeah, you had to see that coming. Like, man, why? I was thinking when They're I saw staring. it, I was yeah. like, why'd you pull out the blaster? He he could take it, you know, or something. Like, I thought there would have been some sort of conflict. But yeah, when he he's like, hey, can you hold this for me? I'm like, come on, he's sucking you in. That's like what every kid does a parent. Like, hey, I want to yeah. tell you I love you. Buy me a car. <laughs> and they stare well, I mean, at each other for about forever. Two seconds. Sorry. Yeah. I'm about to say they just stare at each other forever. It's another instance. Like you know, you know, what, what is that freak? Lord of the Rings. They walk forever. You know, yeah. you know, they talk about that. People walking. These people are staring for each other forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was. I mean, I get it. it was you know supposed to be dramatic, but I guess the other thing too was was that Star Wars. Any Star Wars I've ever seen is always known for their dramatic final lightsaber fight. True. Yeah, I to this day will always hold the Phantom Menace oh, lightsaber fight, yes. and then like you know, Return of the Jedi lightsaber yes. fight. So this Empire one, Strikes Back too. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. But you know, Phantom, Phantom Menace, Menace is just like Darth Phew. Maul. That 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 fight was bad. Yeah, was yeah nice. it's just like was... it's like that's the thing. They should just be like, okay, how do we top that? And they did not do like I was just kind of like, what am I watching? Like towards the towards the end, I'm like. Neither one of these people know how to use a lightsaber. Why are they fighting this guy? You know, <laughs> right. like they were like, oh, I'm going to strike in and beating him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, like Finn got like a couple of links in and then they were like, yeah, forget it. I mean, I give him credit for it being in the snow and the trees, but I was just kind of like, uh, this is bad. This is like this is like the almost like this was the last thing they practiced, you know, after acting. Right. It was slower than <laughs> what the ones that we saw in the prequels. Obviously, you know, apparently it was almost slower than the ones from the original. Well, yeah. But uh, I'm also I was comfortable in the fact is okay. These are individuals that have not mastered their thing. Like, uh, uh, what, what what's his name? The the evil guy. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, he has not finished his training. Well, he you caught know? a laser in midair. Right, I think, right. you know, I yeah, think he, he should be able to whoop two people that haven't right. touched a lightsaber. And exactly. I agree with that. Ever. He should be farther along the training than the two people that just discovered what the heck a lightsaber is. Right, mm-hmm. can't he just totally smash did. the lightsaber out the head like, all right, now you're about to die. You, well, know? you know what happened? You know, Ray, she stared. They just looked at, he, they looked at each other again. Mm-hmm. And she closed her eyes and stared, looked at, looked at herself, and then she could use a lightsaber. It's all about <laughs> staring. In this movie, she was like, "Oh, yeah. hot!" That's a third instance of just looking at each other. Well, there was that one moment where, like, he looks at her in the eyes and says, "You need a teacher. I can show you the ways of the Force." And there's that part where she's like, 
Oh, the force. That's right. Let me just use a force. And once he says that, it triggers an idea in her head. And then she starts using the force. And that's the end of it. Yeah. That was the hokiest part of it, I thought. Yeah, I didn't feel I didn't like, feel that. Yeah, just the idea yeah. that you tell somebody who's never had any command of the force that I can teach you the force. And he's like, oh, that's right. I, I can do forcey things. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you can beat somebody who is a master. See, they tried to do like Barry Gordon's The Last Dragon. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> yes. When they sure enough dipped him in the Leroy yeah. in the water. And it was like, you know, but Leroy had been chasing the glow the whole movie. So you knew when he said, who's the master? The light. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you were like, oh, okay, he's going to do it. And he's got the glow. But at least Leroy went after the glow the whole movie. This girl, all she did was like, Fix everything. Like I want, I want her. Like you know, on my team. Like you know, hey, look, the carburetor broken. Ray, go ahead, and I take bypass, care. Of it. I bypassed the carburetor. Yeah, but you know, like oh, here, here you go. His hyperspeed. I got it working. The hemorrhoids again. are hurting. I bypassed <laughs> your hemorrhoids. Yeah, you know, I took the hemorrhoid right out. Here you go. You know, I mean, <laughs> she, she did was, everything. She was, was handy. Yeah, she was smarter than the stormtrooper who, oh, who <laughs> yes. or, the, or the one that let her out. No, no, Finn. Finn. Oh, yeah, yeah, everybody was, yeah, Finn. That, oh. uh, my God, I don't know. Like, I know that he said that he was raised ever since he was a little boy to be a stormtrooper, but really, the only thing he seemed to learn was a good sense of comedic comedic timing. That's the only thing that his days of the storm. <laughs> yeah. That, and he knew what a, a Raptar was. That, that was the only other thing that he knew what those Raptars, which basically, to me, looked like a giant Sarlacc pit that could roll right, yeah, with right. tentacles. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what I saw. But, I mean, all throughout the movie, he didn't know what, you know... Um, Tool to grab for Ray when she was fixing the Falcon. He was always scared, never looking for about. That was the one thing he knew anything about was Raptors. Yeah, I, I I had heard a lot of different stuff on social media, and I tried to dodge it for a good while mm-hmm. because it was all of this thing about you know Finn and you know and his character and you know stuff about race and this and that like that. So I was like, okay, I would just watch it for what it is, right? And. uh I know you probably seen this, Kevin, but and I was telling this to Danny too. Like, you know, there's this episode of Big Bang Theory where uh, they say that if Indiana Jones wasn't in Raiders of the Lost Ark, the movie would have still went the same way. I mean, that's kind of like how. Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. if you took Finn out the movie, it still like, would have gone. It would have still went the same way. Like, you know, I, so I'm like, I'll get what all the hoopla is about. Like, I got in an argument with a coworker about this, but I was like, there's no, you know, there's no. He's a stormtrooper. He barely even knew how to use a blaster. Yep. Everybody had to save his. Like you know, like he, like they say. Yeah, hey, I mean, that, was that his like, first fight or? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that's I, what I was wondering. It's like that's the first time he's been in a fight, and then all of a sudden he just froze up. But I mean, yeah. look, you figure like this: if you're in the, let's say you're in the army, which is basically what this is, right? I mean, yeah. and they were very like I, I give them credit on this the, the first order. Or Empire, whatever. I mean, they were a lot more intimidating than any version that I'd seen on the screen. Like when these guys showed up, I actually was like, "Yeah, they're really gonna kill everything." Like Nazi Empire. Yeah, like, like the I SS. Was, I got, I got afraid. Like I, the other ones, they would show up and miss everything. You know, when they would shoot, but like they did a these good job. These guys might actually hit mm-hmm. something. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are very intimidating. So this guy has the most, at least his basic training, right? And so he, but he can't do. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. I mean, he can't fight. He can't throw a punch. He can't. He got to run away all the time. The the only the only girl he's seen. She's like, 
She's like, I'm tougher than you. Like, you right. Just come <laughs> with me and run. Run with me. You know, I was like, come on, dude. Man, Lando was smoother than you, man. <laughs> well, he definitely. Right, so, man, I know Lando, me, and you're no a, Lando. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, Lando. Just give me a, a. He doesn't have a soldier's <laughs> personality. No, he doesn't. He should be like Buzz Lightyear, right? But like, there are elements of his personality that should have gone to Ray, and yeah. elements of Ray's personality where she knew everything that should have gone mm-hmm. to to yeah. him. Yeah, where he he did the right thing. I mean, that would help differentiate <laughs> the personalities. We wouldn't feel like you had. Three guys who only endearing quality was that they they cracked an occasional joke right, here and there. Right. Um, you are a stormtrooper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know nothing about you. Like, all I can tell you is, is the first order. If they come and they'll kill everything. Well, no, Sherlock. You know, you tell us a strategy. Like, mm-hmm. they were even doing that. Like, can you tell us something we don't know? Ray should have been the one like, let's run, let's run. And then finally, over time, she developed a sense of, Oh no, I'm realizing I have the force and we should fight and we should do things. There should have been that kind of arc with her personality. Yeah. Whereas the Finn character should have been more like the soldier, more the serious guy. Yeah. Who, you know, just came to the realization that I'm on the wrong side. And I, I felt like that was a just a wasted opportunity. I just felt that it was a it, poorly it, written thing. It's like it they really wanted was. it's like they wanted Poe Dameron's sense of humor in the movie from start to finish, but they have this TIE fighter crash, which improbably this guy, they both should have died, <laughs> but one gets ejected. The other one, was it even a surprise when he showed up again? Was anyone like, oh, he's alive? No. They just treated it like, yeah, you, you knew he was alive. Yeah. You, you knew there was no body, so he was probably alive. It was <laughs> the worst. Like, even like, I think Finn sees him and is like, oh, yeah, that's the best fighter pilot before he even knows who it is. Right. So right. That's how you're led to believe, oh, yes, Poe survived. Um, Just a horrible, horribly kept secret. But that's, like, that's the tell. He don't even know how to get off his own ship. Nope. You know, like yeah. I, I had this discussion with a friend and, you know, I was just like, yeah, like I felt bad for him. Like, you know, why are you you can't be in Star Wars unless you a droid. You know, mm-hmm. they give you an excuse for that or a kid. Right. You can't be in Star Wars and like not know. Shit. You know, you just you just can't. You can't be in Star Wars and not know how to fire a weapon or like anything. I, they, I mean, like I, I was just like, oh, man, like I appreciated guy. it. Like I, I kind of felt like I appreciated it in the sense of like. I felt like if there was a standalone Han Solo movie, we finally got one. Like yeah. a lot of yeah, people, yeah. a lot of people were like, "Well, you know, hey, look, Star Wars is back." And it's like, no, Han Solo's back. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. I mean, you know, the older films, it took a while before they could get a stormtrooper in there. Before they could get, mm-hmm. a, and they never got an original character in there. I think that's why this felt like a Star Wars film because you got Han Solo, you got stormtroopers within the first, you know, minute or two of the movie. Right. You're seeing stormtroopers. So I, I mean, did like that how he would uh, take Chewie's weapon. Yeah, you know, it was just like, hey, let me see this. And, like, wow, this is really, oh, yeah, good. yeah. yeah I cool. really like this. I'm like, yeah. wow, it took him that long to fire Chewie's weapon. Yeah, but that's the one positive thing in the, uh, the movie. Like, if this was a standalone Han Solo movie, I'm sold. I like this is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Like, if this wasn't setting up like a whole trilogy to boot, like this was like the demise of Han Solo. That's the name of the film. I would have liked this movie. I think okay, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it was like, but going back to like the whole idea of it being a trilogy, like. Like, okay, this is one of my biggest complaints of the movie. It doesn't relate back to the original trilogy enough. Like, what the hell does the First Order have to do with the Empire? Was it an offshoot of it? Was it, like, the remnants of the Empire? No one really explains that. What does the Resistance have to do with the Republic? No one really explains how that worked out. You don't really find out what happened after, like... That's, again, like, after the first movie, you're... um, Not the first movie, the first trilogy, when you hit Jedi, you're like... 
Leia and, Leia and Han have found love, and you know Luke has restored balance to the Force, and he's going to become the most powerful Jedi in the world. And all of them just have, seem to have this tragic ending where Han and Leia, you know, split up. They raised the worst thing in the world that they could have. That a, a new I don't know if he's a Sith Lord. I guess you got to yeah. Obi Wan like, Part Two tries to train him, and then it goes bad again. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like they undid all the happy feelings you got at the end of Jedi. Like everything went to pot after that. Yeah, that was a high watermark. And isn't that what life is? A series of down endings <laughs> if you say so nope nothing no well, I damn just, it i'm just i'm just dial listening to never that. mind no it's i'm a, trying to remember where that quote's from i know it's a quote i'm trying to it's remember. a it's a clerk's reference clerk it's that's from clerks i mean you know what then go on what you're saying too i mean you know luke didn't even have enough money to afford a glove anymore yeah why did he decide to lose his skin on his hand he just like yeah hey i wondered that myself i was like whoa wait a minute where did the skin on luke why did he's like and while we're talking about okay here's my here's my other one negative thing after this i'm just going to focus on the positive i I think but one other big negative thing is snoke i hated the name yeah what's up with that i hated the freaking name i hated the look of the character the character looked like uh the voldemort from the harry potter series but not not even the ray finds voldemort the voldemort that was on the back back of the the dude's head yeah yeah spinning image of that guy yes yes did nothing for me did nothing to make me feel like that character should have really made you tie into the dark side because kylo ren let's face it turned into a bit of a at the end yeah by the end of it did anyone buy him as a big masterful darth vader by the end of that movie you were like what a wuss yeah (laughs) yeah they could have at least waited three episodes for that to happen exactly i mean you know the show he started off as a bad and he finished off as as a like calling it what it is i mean no one really bought him as being this you know you you saw han solo he he punk move and taking out han solo could barely beat finn Got his ass with by Ray. The minute he told her about the Force, she realized, okay, well, just knowing about the Force makes me better than you. Um, so yeah, that was my uh, other thing. Is that Snoke really should have been what kind of tied the whole thing together mm-hmm. in terms of bringing you more towards the dark side and making it seem a little bit cooler. And there was nothing about that character that I found cool in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, he's no Palpatine. No. Not at all. No. We know Palpatine. Well, Palpatine wasn't even in the first movie. He was in the second movie. But right. I mean, the, the thing is, Darth Vader didn't even start acting like a pussy until the third movie. You know, when, when he started acting like a pussy, the Emperor was there to take in and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm better. What was that? A cat at the, uh, like when you said he was like a pussy, <gasps> I thought it was funny. The cat I thought was there was like, something else in Lee's backyard. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not in the backyard today. Uh, it's too cold outside. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on that. But that's the last negative thing I think I have to say about the movie. Otherwise than that, I did enjoy the movie. It wasn't an unenjoyable movie. It yeah, was a fun I mean, movie. Thank God it wasn't a complete disaster. No. No, no. You no, know, no. I mean, I, thank I, God it wasn't, a, you know, prequel level. Like I said, I was know, pleased. Crap. I was pleased. Because then, you know, I don't think that... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I would. I still. I'll probably go see it again. Well, you know, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to see it like eight, nine, ten times. But. No, and I'll tell you why. You know what stopped it from being a complete disaster? On Solo, Solo, Chewbacca, um, throwing Millennium a little bit of Princess Leia, get the Millennium Falcon in there, and that's the only thing. When people say, "Oh, it feels like a Star Wars movie," it doesn't Dude, feel like a Star Wars movie. Me. It's the same people. Yeah, that's when you saw it, the Millennium Falcon, yeah, like how bad was that right exactly it's not the writing that made you feel like it and that's not even to say that the writing of the original trilogy was all that great to begin with i mean those movies were all flawed movies it's just that we were eight when we saw them so we were too stupid to pick up on it (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i went back (laughs) no it's true i went back this week and watched 
Star Wars New Hope again, and I thought to myself, I said, man, this is some pretty crappy acting. It is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Know, that's a I lot. mean, so some of it is definitely the nostalgia factor of growing up with those movies, having all the toys, you know, making your own battle scenes mm-hmm. on yeah. your front porch <laughs> yes. and all that stuff. So you, you try not to see it through that lens. And then the reality of that is that probably I would go to say this is actually a better movie than The New Hope. Uh, better acting, better effects, you know. You know, better story. Better effects, or, or of more course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, anything's going to beat that. A couple uh, good right. things for me. Okay, first of all, I got it because it's just because it's me. I got to say this. Uh, the music, I loved it. John mm-hmm. Williams did a great job with the score. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. He used John a lot Williams. of the themes. You know, it, it went great with the story. Uh, it made me, it almost made me cry just hearing the themes again on the screen. Mm-hmm. I saw it like an IMAX, whatever sound thing that they get. And it was just a freaking amazing. So John Williams, kudos to you and all the American orchestral guys that have recorded it. Because he recorded in America as opposed to London, like what he did last time. Yeah. I love the visuals in it. Like, you know, like the way they had the, like the shots, Um, like the, the part where they show Ray salvaging this, this the big ship and everything like that. They just had like, you know, all kind of like cool angles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and, and and again, yeah, seeing like the Millennium Falcon again, seeing stuff from my childhood was you know always like uh, that was always a pleasure. You know the effects were awesome. Uh, the battle scenes were great. Uh, and again, like I really was impressed with what they did with the First Order folks. Like I mean, the stormtrooper that had that big baton looking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I was like, wow. Like you know, well, the head, the head like, leader too. That outfit. The, the, yeah. <laughs> Where they finally address the issue. Hey, guys, you might encounter a lightsaber at some point in time when you're fighting. <laughs> you might need something. I, I did like that as well. I did like the fact that they finally, you know, address that problem in, in the stormtrooper artillery. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. really, should they not? Shouldn't they not have? Because at this point, all the Jedi are done and there, no one's heard of them. And this, the only lightsaber in existence is in this box that's been yeah. buried forever. So uh, Kylo they shouldn't even one. know about lightsabers. <laughs> well, yeah. but you know. Yeah, the, what if Kylo Ren turned rogue? You never know. I mean, they did say that uh, Luke trained a bunch of, well, I don't know if they use the word bunch, but they, he was training Jedis up until Kylo Ren went dark side and messed everything up and Luke got his feelings hurt and ran off. But um, <laughs> He went Ben Kenobi. That's yeah. what he did. Well, no, but even Ben was easy to find. Like, d- dude, for a guy who just, that's another, okay, I said I was done with the negative. <laughs> don't but that was, do it. That was another thing. It's like, so you leave and you don't even say, look, uh, sis, in case of emergency, call this number. Well, he did. He was like, you just got to fight it in two parts. Exactly. <laughs> like, it took Princess Leia all the 15 minutes in the movie to find Ben Kenobi. It took a whole movie to find Luke, who's sitting on top of a rock with no Costco, no, uh, uh, no Safeway. He was chilling, though. His fight was cool. He was like, chilling I, with Dumbledore. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was going to be hanging in a swamp or something. Like, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's a Dagobot. Damn. He's but, you Yoda, know. yeah. yeah I, did, I did feel robbed that we didn't get one shot of Han Solo, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, and uh, Luke Skywalker on the screen at the same time. I would have liked to have seen that. I would have liked that. I understand, you know, like Harrison Ford wanted Han Solo killed off uh, in, in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I understood that this is probably going into it. Even without spoilers, I understood See, this is probably going to be. I don't know why, but I never knew that. <laughs> See, I, I heard about that um, because probably I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than you are, Lee. Probably. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> da, 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 da. Break out your lightsabers. Competition. Competition. Star I, Wars trivia. Da, 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 competition. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we still need to work towards travel agent trivia. We do need to hook that up at some point. Hey, you know, I remember the other day, we still have to do the showdown between you and Dr. Mohican. Oh, God. Oh, Mohican. Yeah. yeah. The price oh. is right. Oh, yeah. Yes. But yes. anyway, um, well, die. yeah, we already heard that, ha- that Harrison Ford kind of said that he wanted his character to die in the last movie. Um, so I kind of figured going into it, 70 year old Han Solo, he broke his leg running around filming this one. Yeah. And he probably wasn't going to come around that there was going to be a last hurrah moment for uh, Han Solo. Uh, and I was fine with that. And I was even fine with the way they dispatched him. I just kind of, I did want to see one shot of, of the original. You, you think that was a little cold how they dispatched him though? He like, you know, he gets well, stuck in it and take it. They just like toss it? him off the bridge. His little body was, like, like I thought he should at least try to shoot him. That was the point. the thing or something. I, I would have well, liked Han to did not that. shoot first that time. No, he did he not. Definitely he did didn't not. shoot at all. Uh, no, I kind of felt like that was the point that he was supposed to be dispatched coldly. That, you know, that his own that mm-hmm. Han allowed himself love to overcloud his, his better judgment. Okay. And that this dude, um, Forsook any or forsaken any um, good, oh, uh, any light, anything yeah. that w- was within him at that point in time to, to pick that moment to dispatch of his father. I didn't have a problem with that. Like, it's, I, no, don't get me wrong. I prefer to have not seen him go at all. I prefer, but I had no problem with the fact that that was going to happen. It was inevitable that that was going to yeah, happen in that I story. That. I mean, I, I when it did, yeah. I was like, oh, well, oh, so that, I, that maybe was it was just me, but I thought, I, I knew it was going to happen, but I thought, Maybe, maybe they'll actually do something unpredictable and not kill him. That would have been like, nice. I saw it coming. Like, as soon as he walked down the bridge, I'm like, all right, he's dead. But yeah. I thought, well, maybe, 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 maybe they'll do something not predictable. Nope, that's what happened. <laughs> they killed him. Well, that's but, a thing. But like you said, I mean, I'm sure that was part of the, that was probably even part of his uh, agreement to even do this movie was that this would, he wouldn't have to be in the next two. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly no. agree. And then I do think that that, uh, going back to what you're saying about, about, them choosing to borrow so much from previous movies, that was one of the the the, the legit critiques of this film, is, is that it is too predictable. I don't feel like there was a uh, huge surprise around the corner. And I don't know, like, a lot of people point out the fact that they, they hate the fact that there was, like, yet a third Death Star. And that is true. That's a legit cr- cr- critique. But, I mean, you are in a galaxy. What is better, like, why wouldn't you go to that well as many times as you can to find that one ultimate weapon that can destroy a whole planet in and of and this itself. one sucks the sun's energy well, yeah yeah so. yeah that one was bad there yeah, was a that point there where he's like you know uh it was almost like self-parody when you're watching the movie where he's like so it's like a death star right and he's like no it's oh it's star, far it's better star than a death star <laughs> <laughs> this isn't quite no death star no who said death star no this is a star killer <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. totally different and then what does Harrison Ford do, Han Solo? Well, there's always a way to blow these things yeah. up. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> blow these things up. Again, it kind of bordered on self-parody at, yeah. at, at a point there. So I, I, I wonder if the the studio execs or something, you know, I don't know. I'm just this is just like throwing it out. There. Yeah. I'm just wondering if yeah, like the studio me. execs were like, okay. All right, JJ, we want this, you know, as close to Star Wars as you can make it. Like, sure, you know, let's 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 just get this one down, play it safe, get get everyone re, you know, energized, and then the next one we can, you know, we can take it up a level. That's- no, I don't think that's it because JJ Abrams, as long as I've known his work, 
he's good as long as but don't expect too much like it's like yeah i'm assuming none of y'all ever watched lost yeah uh, i watched lost I, I don't okay watch lost started off great very intriguing yeah, got you sucked totally in good. and then when it came time to pay it all off it it fell flat yeah Star Trek Into Darkness, uh, you know, you, the, you know the Star Trek franchise as a whole. I kind of feel like he does good when he. It's like he's seen enough movies where he can make something that feels and it hits right all the right emotions. But when it comes time to be original and go in a path that you weren't thinking that it would go and really kind of kind of take you someplace different, it he always seems to fall short. All right, so then like the I guess the main question I have is since we all agree that. This movie is similar to, you know, A New Hope. Uh, a lot of things that I've been reading on uh, social media is asking the question, is there any creativity left in Hollywood? I can see how by this movie that the answer could be no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Following a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, you know, he's, he's... No, I think there's still like original ideas out there. I mean, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Who thought that would hit so big? I think when you're doing a Star Wars movie, no, there is none because there's too many things that you got to hit on. And you also you also have to I'm not going to say tone it down, but you do have to hit the right points. You know what I mean? Like you you can't go too far outside of the uh <laughs> you know the what everyone expects it to be. Right, exactly. You know? I mean, if, if then then you're talking about a movie that people were like, "Oh, that sucked. I can't believe that, you know, they didn't even mention this or they didn't even talk about that." Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I, to some, I'm, I just don't want it to sound like it's a, a negative review of the movie. Uh, I think we all liked it. It's just, you know, there's some things that needed to be pointed out. And uh, but overall, I mean, I would, I said it already, man. I'd see it again. You know, at least two, at least another time, maybe two, three more times. Well, well there's, it's very entertaining. There's added expectations because it's a yeah. franchise. It's not a movie. It's not a standalone movie. It's a franchise. There are things that it needs to hit on. There's things that it needs to address satisfactorily. And like I said before, it's a base hit. It definitely is. It's just not a home run. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, your, that's your key point is, is that the, they're going to have a new cast that's eventually going to take over. So exactly. if you don't like this cast now, you're like, yeah, yeah, they are right. I mean, how do you think the next you know few movies are, are going to go? I mean, like with the prequels, I mean, think about it. You know, you, you had... Uh, a younger Obi-Wan and you had the younger Anakin and you had all the other characters in between but like I mean did you really feel anything seeing those two guys you know like you McGregor I know is a good actor uh, Hayden Christensen did some other movies after that but I mean like everybody was like yeah he, I didn't like him as Darth Vader you know he didn't, you know what I mean like mm-hmm. but those guys had to carry uh, uh, another line of the franchise so I guess that's the other thing is is if I don't know that the the two actors' real names, but you know Finn and Ray. I mean, they they're basically the next line of what you have to you know look at for this movie. So they would have to be the franchise going forward. You think they can hold that that water? Well, I, yeah. Let me let me put it like this. I think that as long as Luke and Leia are hanging around, I think they they again they made a mistake by killing Han so quickly into it. Before they had really kind of hit their stride, I thought like Empire or their Empire, their second act would have been a good place to kill Han as opposed to here. Um, but I think both of those actors that you mentioned are great actors. I, I enjoy both of their work. I don't know that their characters were rich enough. Like I said, I felt like um, I felt like the Finn character should have been a little bit more like a Buzz Lightyear 
you know, he was a soldier. That's all he knew is soldiering, but he knew right from wrong. But he still had the technical know-how. He still had the, um, you know, uh, the battle experience to be able to, to survive certain situations. Whereas uh, the Ray character, who knew everything and knew how to fight, should have been more of the um, the Finn character, who was a little more unsure, a little more prone to run, a little more prone uh, to to. Get get out of the situation as opposed to stay and fight. Uh, I, I do think you would have done better with that. I think both of those actors will do whatever it is the script commands of them. Question is, what does the script command of them next? I, I'm assuming, um, and this is just a guess. I don't know, uh, obviously, but I would assume the next script is going to call for uh, Luke Skywalker to be talked into coming back to join, and Luke is going to be like, no, 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 I'm done. I'm <laughs> going to do this. <laughs> Well, there's going to be a training happening, yeah, and, and there has to be a training. I'll train you, but I'm staying here because I caused too much ruckus and that kind of thing. And the Empire's got to, got to, you know, got to watch out because you do that, you do that predict the movie plot thing pretty good. Well, it helps when you see a trailer. I mean, the trailer helps. <laughs> like I saw the trailer and I knew Han was going to die, and I knew the kid was his son uh, going into it. I predicted that with Eddie before we even got, went to go see the movie. Uh, trailers help. Trailers do lay clues, but uh, yeah, I mean, no, I'm I'm just going by what I think is common sense based upon what they have already laid out. Uh, is what I'm saying. I mean, obviously, um, and again, we can speculate or we can just review. I mean, obviously, we can speculate on who uh the Ray character really is. You have to assume she's a Skywalker of some sort. Yeah, yeah, somebody uh, with immense light. Yes, I mean, you saw the embrace between her and Leia after Han had died. You can either take that as you know, a family hug, or you could take that as, you know, we're sorry Han died kind of hug. Mm-hmm. I take it more as a family hug. The idea that the lightsaber is calling to her kind of thing. I mean, otherwise, I mean, what, like I've heard people speculate that uh, Ray is really like the da- the granddaughter of uh, Ben Kenobi because both have British accents. <laughs> 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 Which, I mean, again, <laughs> you know, okay. you're dealing with uh, what I, I assume is, you know, based upon the prequels, the, the, the original trilogy, you're talking about the story of the Skywalker family. So clearly we're going to focus on the Skywalker family. Right. I mean, yeah. I would think uh, going into the, the next uh, batch of movies. So suddenly, I, you know, I assumed uh, up until the point where it got to be awkward or like, okay, well, they didn't. They didn't come out and say it, so I'm assuming that if if they were going to say it, they would have said it by now, was that Rey was the sister of Kylo Ren, Han and and Leia's um, second child. That'd be Luke's niece. Yes, that's what I would have thought. But but the fact that they didn't come out and say it and then Han got killed, it's like, well, okay, well, maybe they're not going in that direction. Or who knows, maybe much like when they had Luke kiss Leia, they didn't know they were getting, they they didn't know where the story was going to go after that. They didn't know there was going to be another movie based on Well, they know there's going to be another movie, but maybe they didn't know where the story was going to necessarily go. And maybe it's a little bit more convenient than doing this whole who shot JR way of making (laughs) Ray, uh, you know, who the baby daddy is, boy. Yeah. Lando's bastard child. Exactly. (laughs) Remember that time? Remember that time? How you told me to take care of Leia for you a lot, dear. Right. I'd be all right with that. Han's dead, and who fills the gap? Lando. Right. Lando. (laughs) Ray and Finn are brother and sister, Lando. I would say it's easier to go ahead. Obviously, it's easier to go ahead and say it's this. It, she's the daughter of uh, of of Han and, and Leia, or the daughter of Luke. Anything more than that is getting into some complex, weird, 
you know, relationships that you just as soon get not do, I would think. Um, who knows? Well, I hope they put like a, another form of Yoda in there, not the golden girl, yellow lady. Yeah. But well, uh, I, would, I would assume that would be Luke now. Yeah, it's going to be Luke. And Luke I is the like, Yoda character now. Now, like, he's an Obi Wan character. Obi Wan Yeah, he yeah. can't have the. Because he's all dressed like Obi Wan. He can't be like. Well, Obi Wan was the Yoda of the original of the original movie, where he taught Luke the ways of the Force, and that's what that's what Luke's role is going to be in the second one. He's going to be that character teaching Ray the ways of the Force. Oh, I agree with that. Him. I'm not I'm not knocking that, but I just said it would be cool to have a Yoda, like the little alien. Oh, an actual Yoda. Yeah, an actual a physical Yoda. Yoda. Yes. You want the Yoda because you got like no, he's you dead, got the Golden right? Girl Yoda. Yeah, he's dead. Maybe yeah. Ray's like Yoda's. Master John. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not worried about the golden girl, Yoda. She could have took out the Death Star by herself with them Coke bottle glasses. Like, you know. She well, just clear- has a gift of sight. I don't know what else she can do, huh? Clearly, this girl, Ray, has got more talent when it comes to the Force than Luke. Luke, how, Luke trained with Yoda for how long? Goes to fight Darth Vader and gets his ass whooped, <laughs> hand cut off. You know, it, it, she. Just realized she had the force and she used it masterfully. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it took Luke at least two movies before he could use the force really well. Right. They so, couldn't even pick up the X Wing fighter out of the or the, the Y fighter out of the swamp or nothing. True. Like for the first two movies, the best thing Luke did with the force was to pull the lightsaber and cut himself out free. Out of the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I Speaking like of that, that, along that, uh, I like like the that. scene in which, you know, Kylo Ren is going for Luke's saber. I, I expected that to happen to where, you know, Ray was going to get it. Yeah. But I, I, I love that it happened, you know, where it completely bypassed Kylo Ren and it went straight to Ray. Question. All right. It's a longstanding tradition that in every Star Wars movie, somebody loses an arm. <laughs> 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 Who did anyone lose anything? Like there wasn't anything gruesome in this movie. I found uh, that dude in the beginning lost his head, I guess. But I mean, it wasn't shown. But yeah, I was gonna he say his head more chopped off. Like, I, mean, it was I never the hit squad. I didn't see anything. Like I said, overly um, overly grotesque. C three PO had a red arm. Yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of disturbing. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I was like, I didn't notice anything. They had that that what's that baby saw like thing called again? It was eating people. I mean, that was they lost some limbs. Baby right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like I said, I, I didn't. It, it's all CG, so it didn't really resonate as anything. Okay. Hard. Like seeing the severed limb, you know, on the ground, kind of thing, twitching or nothing. Oh, like 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 Darth Maul chopped in half. Nothing that exactly. gruesome. Exactly, there's uh, nothing like that. Like that still the, gets me to this day. I'm like, like Moses Eisley, where he, did, he cuts off his arm, or was that uh, Obi Wan does that? Well, where uh, okay, Who so does yeah, that? Um, I think yeah. am I remember that right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're thinking of the creature cantina where yeah. he chops. Yeah, yeah. And yeah you see an arm twitching on the ground. I remember okay. seeing that as a kid and being like, oh, what? Yeah. But I mean, that's, uh, was there anything gruesome? Let's no, no I, I didn't find that there was any. Like, okay, I, I, like, and this is where I'm going with this. Like, Kylo Ren at the end of the movie, you know, he got messed up. Yeah. What happened to him? Did he lose anything? Did anything get cut off? Did they, no, he I, just I, kept beating his stomach and blood kept coming no, down. No, he did get sliced. He I, got I, sliced. That's the point. Good. But did she get a limb? Did she do it? What did no. she do? It happened so fast. I'm like, what did she do to him? I, like the best I could see is he had a little mark on his arm. It was his dark. Face. And it was so much snow. It was dark. It was <laughs> yeah. snow. Like, did she get an arm? A hand? I don't know. Did something happen to Finn? Like, I mean, I know he got he got like he got sliced, sliced in, the in the his spine. shoulder and spine. Yeah, he got yeah. A, across the chest. He looked like he got it worse that. than Kylo Ren did. Oh yeah, but you know he never woke up, so we will never know. He should have got a blast. 
<laughs> They're like, freeze this. Well, he shouldn't have been running so much because that's why I looked at him as a, as a C-3PO. But look, we're supposed to be talking about positives. All right, positive. Positive. I, right. I think so positive. Negatives are easy to focus on. Let's focus on the positive because I think all of us would, would rank this movie at least at a B. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go positive. Kevin, positives. Uh, the music. Much I mentioned already. Music. Yeah, that's definitely positive. All right, Eli, you're next. Positives. I, I love the uh the, the visual effects. I mean, they still did it right with, you know, Millennium Falcon flying up like that part where it's flying up going against the other like, you know, fighters and it does uh that trick where it goes upside down mm-hmm. and then like Oh uh, and he shoots uh the, yeah, the tie he, fighter. He shoots the tie oh, fighter. Yeah, because the gun got jammed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it yeah, did it broke the thing. So I mean they did the space the space yeah, size fights good. really, really well. Visuals are awesome. Biggest positive, I think I've already said it already, is so much Han Solo in this movie. I mean, this is more Han Solo than I think we've ever gotten in any uh, Star Wars movies ever we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much Han Solo, and he does. You know, Harrison Ford does a masterful job, absolutely masterful. Uh, couldn't have been happier to see this character back on screen again. I mean, that was the one thing that really stuck out to me more so than anything else. Was it felt like they could have just did this as not. You know, a continuation of, of, of a new form of, of, of trilogy. Mm-hmm. They could have did this as a standalone Han Solo movie, and I would have been happy with yeah. it. Yeah, that was cool that he actually jumped in to do it. They could have been like, hey, we'll just stick another actor, call him Han Solo. Oh, and, you can't you know, do that. Well, I know you can't, but that's not that never stops Hollywood from trying. There's enough remakes that Hollywood does. I mean, like, you know, they remade Point Break. It's not like they grab. Well, you that's know, a remake where everyone gets recast. You can't do like a movie like this and say, "Hey, Harrison Ford, you know, we're gonna cast somebody new as Han Solo and go forward." Just you can't. You either got to write yeah, him you, out. Yeah, you just kill the character outright. And yeah, then just yeah, explain yeah. why he's not in the movie. That's yeah. like writing, like saying, "Hey, listen, Michael J. Fox, I'm sorry you have Parkinson's. We're gonna cast somebody else as Michael uh, as Marty McFly and bring back Christopher Lloyd. It's not gonna work. You right. need you need the original actor. You need that visual, absolutely. Um, but beyond that, you know, um, I like the fact that they they brought back the idea of the Republic and the Empire as Force One and the Resistance. I yep. do like that they've done that. Yeah. Um, I like you saw that a lot of familiar faces, ca- yes. character types. Not. M- it may not have been Admiral Akbar, but somebody related in mm-hmm. that same kind of species. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, overall, the bottom line for me was that it really did still make me feel like I was six years old seeing that movie. You know, like when, like like Kevin, you said, where the, the screen came up and it had the words on the screen, you know, like the oh, entry, yeah. uh, the, how do you say it? The blue font. The, the a long yeah, time yeah. ago in a galaxy like, far away. When they away, would change dot, scenes dot, dot. and how it would go like a like down to a little circle. Oh yeah, the the, the, the transitions between the, the, transitions, the different scenes. Yeah, uh, the different the music, wipes. Yes. Um, yeah, but the you prequels. Know, the prequels had that. The prequels had the, the scroll. Yeah, but you the didn't feel like you were really like reliving your youth again when you watched the prequels. Was it because that you was it because of the absence of Han Solo, Princess Leia? Stormtroopers, Skywalker. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like so judge it fairly because the prequels take a lot of lot of crap and deservedly so. Mm-hmm. But they had those exact same transition, those sharp transitions. They had the scrolls. It's cool they that had they the kept music. that though. It's cool they that they kept Yoda. that. It is cool yeah. that they kept Yoda was in that. In Yoda the one way, either way, one way or the other, it felt like I was back to being six years old, sitting in the theater, watching the Star Wars movie. You know, that, and that's that's why everyone is going gaga over this movie right now. 
you know, it just it brings you back to the first time you saw the original Star Wars. Let me ask you something. Okay, I'm, I want to pose this question to everyone in the in the room and in in, in Houston. <laughs> watching the movie, watching the movie growing up, were you a Han Solo man or a Luke Skywalker man? Oh, good question. All right. I think then I was more Luke, you know, for sure, because he was the hero and he was the main guy, you know, uh, back then. But you know, like growing up now, I'm like I like Han Solo better. But when I was a kid, definitely Luke. Okay, Kevin. Hmm. Let's see. I think I was a Luke kind of guy. You were a Luke guy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Eli. That's what I have the action figure. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I was a Luke guy. I love lightsaber fights. Wow, I'm the only Han Solo guy in this room. I mean, it's not to say that Han Solo did, you know, suck. Like he had like the coolest ship and everything. But I, like, I just always liked how whenever it was a a Luke Skywalker thing that was happening, you know, it was like, oh man, it's going down because you knew Darth Vader was gonna show up. You knew, you know. Look. There's always that thing of, you know, he had to train to get better. Like you were saying earlier about how, like, he couldn't lift up the, the ship. You know, he got his head chopped off. It was like, you know, I was feeling for Luke. Like, you yeah. know, he saved his friends and stuff. You're like, yeah, he good, but he's not good enough, you know, to deal with his daddy. Daddy's still whooping up on him. Man, I, I did like how Han had the smarts to open up a tauntaun to keep Luke warm when he found him. Yeah. I thought well, that was pretty slick. Yeah, well, Han saved Luke. <laughs> So many times, uh, oh, but yeah. I mean, and and absolutely, when, absolutely. to his credit, like Luke and Return of the Jedi finally returned the favor. But um, what I would say is, like, I, I remember being a kid, and my sister dressed as Princess Leia, and my cousin dressed as Darth Vader, and my mother made me dress as Luke Skywalker, and I was the most unhappiest kid in the <laughs> world because I wanted to be Han, because I wanted to be Han Solo <laughs> so bad because he was the coolest guy in the world. I played with my Han Solo figure so much the head fell off. You know, I, I need to find a picture. <laughs> you know all the heads fell off. To you know what I dressed up as? Huh? C-3PO. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm serious. I swear to God, I got to find that picture. I know yeah, I have photo it. albums right there. Don't make yeah. me look in them because I'm going to bet you find one. But I know I got a C-3PO outfit somewhere. Well, I mean, it was that cheap one where you look like yes. a, a garbage like bag with a mask. Yes. Yeah, I was Darth and Vader. it was hard to breathe yeah. to get high. I was Darth yeah. Vader. Wow, you know, man. and he had the elastic that hurt the back of your head to get caught up in your hair yep. or something like that. You yeah, know. it was because it had like the yeah. little thin band. Yeah, yeah, that was a super thin band. Yeah, yeah. but I was a three PO. I gotta find that pic. I know it's somewhere. Oh, wow, yeah. man, that's I a was, funny thing. I was so angry that I had to be Luke because I thought Luke was a a wuss. Yeah, I ah. thought that Han Solo was the driving force. He was funny. He was cool. He had swagger. You know, he, I, I loved Han Solo and and. I understood Han had to go to this movie, so it didn't affect my enjoyment of it. And, and in fact, this movie kind of felt like a tribute to him. So it, it, to me, it was more of a sense of um, I was more of a Han guy. So I'm not. I don't care where the story goes with Luke mm-hmm. as much. Like I kind of Luke's a boring character to me. You know, it's kind of like Superman. You know, you're endowed with all these powers. Your real onus in life is to sit there and figure out what it's like to be near godlike. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Han was like. You're immortal. Figure out what it means to fight gods. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do your best. Go. And so I always identify with He's the always character. the one that got him in the most trouble. But, you know. No, he always the one that rescued him. How else could they get Princess Leia without Han Solo? How else could they blow up the Death Star without Han Solo coming in at the last minute? Luke would have froze without Han Solo. Han Solo was there every step of the way. I look. I I say do. I say yeah. He got him out of uh, uh, where is he living? He's the one that Mm -hmm. got him out of that planet. Yeah. I guess I just. I guess I. You know. I know we always have these kind of 
weird debates, you know, like you say, you know, Batman, Superman, and like you said, now it's like a Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, you know. But I, I did enjoy seeing Han Solo. I did enjoy seeing the adventure. I did enjoy, I did like the fact of him, like I said, he was like, hey, yeah, let me try the crossbow. Like, that was something you'd never seen before, you know, them switching up weapons and stuff like that. And now that he's dead, who gonna talk to Chewie? Like, nobody talks to Chewie. Ray talks to Chewie. Yeah, they all go t- figure. The girl never left the little desert planet. She knows more knows everybody. <laughs> more stuff than anybody. Yeah, she talked I mean, to Chewie. I mean, Finn was like, yeah. yeah, hey, look, I'm trying to help you. He almost got choked. Like, nobody liked him. He like, you think that. Chewie would be the captain? Of- Chewie's still riding while <laughs> Ray's driving the Millennium Falcon. This is true. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're yeah, right. He did take his, whole pos- her, his normal position. Chewie likes you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. But I, I, I was always, yeah, I always liked it. I just always liked the thought that Luke had, he was always in the center of whatever the main problem was, you know, be it the Emperor or the Darth Vader. He was usually the problem, I found. <laughs> if, if Han Solo had a lightsaber, though, I mean, I would... I wouldn't. Have, I, I, I would wouldn't. be like, "Hey, look, go!" I just like lightsaber fights. That's just me, and that's also how I even put the judgment on the movies. Like I said, that one aspect. That yeah. one aspect. That, but that's like yeah. the aspect. Yeah. That's like you know. That's the. That's that always the part. You. Yeah. That's yeah. the part where it's the end. Yeah. You know, it's over when you see the lightsaber fight. They usually tease you, like right. in the beginning, like, "Hey, here comes a guy." And he, you know, he's going to fight, but they run away. They jump on the ship and the guy puts his saber up. Yeah. But when it gets towards the end, after they blow up everything, after yeah. everybody attacks stuff, it's always that nice little intimate scene. Yeah, I know between, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's and, like the, the police the academy movies off. where they had that big chase at the end of every freaking movie. Right. And the police, like, you know, it's like you're getting to the end when Mahoney's in a big chase after the criminal. <laughs> and he's got to go right after the big right, guy. You right, know? right. That happens almost every freaking movie. No, that, was no, cool that makes sense. Saber. I can see that. I, I, I give. That. I give Kylo Ren the credit before he took off the mask. That that was an enjoyable character to uh, that was to neat. watch. They, they got rid of that, like the mystique of what's under the mask. They yeah, that's oh, screwed. I could talk to you without a mask. Yeah, they yeah. should have saved the yeah. unmasking to the point where uh, Han, he talks to Han. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind that. That that, yeah. that could be cool. Yeah, but okay. I like that they did it just like right off. The, okay, here's it. Here's his weather mask. You know, he's just a wannabe. He's got a mask. This is what he wants to do. He's yeah, trying but to be then like he like Darth. never put it back on. You know what I mean? So it's like I can see if you like, hey, you take it off. Like this is how I look. Blah blah blah. But he like. Nah, I'm just did. glad he didn't flip it up like Dark Helmet. <laughs> I didn't want that to happen. I was like, please don't do that. I hope mm-hmm. they do something better than just <laughs> like Rick Moranis. <laughs> That's funny. please don't do that. So yeah. uh, last thoughts? Should we make around the room? Last thoughts about the movie? Yeah, I mean, go see it. Definitely. You're not going to be disappointed. You're not going to be disappointed in seeing the movie. Uh, can we nitpick about this, that, and the other? Yes, of course. Um, you know, and it's fun to do because, you know, it's it's interesting and we can all throw our opinions in out there. But, man, if you yeah. haven't seen it, just go see it. Even, even if you're not a big Star Wars fan, I feel, still think you would like the movie. It's from, it's from an entertainment value, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So who is it? Eli, who saw it next? Uh, Danny. I'll go next. Um, yeah, look, I, you don't need us to tell you to go see it. You've probably already seen it. There's a reason this thing's already hit a billion dollars after a week. Absolutely. It's absolutely, it's wonderful. It's enjoyable. It's a great ride down memory lane. I enjoyed seeing it. I, I do wish they would have done a lot of things better in here. I think they could have set it up for a little bit of a better um, future. I don't feel as... Like, I didn't walk away from, like, you walked away from Jedi. Complete? You, I'm sorry. You walked away from uh, Empire Strikes Back. Like, what's going to happen? 
at oh, the thought of yeah. what was going right. to happen next. I was angry after Empire. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. You're kidding me. Come on. Yeah. You, you didn't do it from Star <laughs> yeah, Wars. You're right. You're right. right. I, was, I was mad after Empire. I was like, this can't be the freaking end. Exactly. Medical <laughs> frigate. Come on. You didn't do it after Star Wars because who knew about sequels back then? Right. You did it at the end of Empire. You were content at the end of, of Jedi. I can tell you right now that I, if the movie never moved an inch forward from this point on, I, I, I there's nothing about me right now. It's like I am itching. I'm chomping at the bit to know the answer of this. Mm-hmm. I want to know where this is going. I want to know what that's going. I have no interest in finding out. I, I um, Let me rephrase that. I, I have, I'll, I'll have an interest in it, but I have nothing nagging at me like, Ooh, I need to know where what's happening. Yeah, what's well, that's that's also true for the uh, when you saw Star Wars the first time. There was no cliffhangers. There was no. Uh, well, because they didn't know it was going to be a sequel. I mean, exactly. It, they didn't it, know it was going to. That was a shot in the money. dark. Yeah, yeah. They knew this was going to be a sequel, so they should have left yeah. it off a little bit better. Yeah, you know that 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 to me is not an excuse. Like they would have had Leia kiss Luke if they would have known there could be a sequel coming up. That movie framed itself perfectly for a beginning and an end. This That's like movie, the first Pirates movie did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This movie, they knew there was two and a three, and yeah. they didn't do enough to make me anticipate two and three. I'll tell you that. All right, Eli? Ooh, how you follow up that? Uh, I think... Uh, With a lightsaber fight? Yeah. <laughs> well, they did. They need a little bit more cool lightsaber fight. Uh, for sure, but uh, I like one thing. I say, yeah. Uh, should you go see it? Yeah. Uh, you know, absolutely. You know, it, it's 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 rare, very rare that the world actually agrees on something positive in mm-hmm. like one uh, sweep. So you know, yeah, of course, you don't want to leave yourself out with that. Um, again, I think they had they had some histories. Uh, like I said, I think it's it's interesting that you have a guy that. You know, was a stormtrooper. I, I thought, you know, I thought that was cool. I thought, you know, like yeah. you said, the visuals, everything was cool. Uh, I am a little concerned as to where they take it next. I mean, I'm curious. Like, like after seeing the movie, I was, I was entertained, and I'm curious to see where they take it. But you don't have to. See yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, like if if it, that's the thing. I think that's the thing that worries me the most about this this part of it is just. They're gonna take it somewhere, and I want to see where it goes. But like, if they like, hey, this won't be out till like you're fifty. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, eh, that's cool. You know, there's books on it. You know, there's there's <laughs> comic books on. It. There's been like a whole you know mythos on, on this thing way before this movie came out. Right. That a bunch of different writers have taken it. They spin on, and it may be it may be better, maybe worse to to some degree. But um, you know, just enjoy it for nostalgia of what it is. In my opinion. Not too sure about the about the new characters. That's just that's just me. Yeah. But you know, but for what it was, yeah, definitely entertaining. Um, yeah. So my my thing is like, it, I enjoyed it. I'm not in a rush to go back and see it. Um, but I wouldn't mind going to see it for the mere fact that the that there's a Star Wars movie on the big screen. You know. Um, but yeah, if if, if anything, man, go for that. I mean, it's in your lifetime. This thing is part of culture now. I mean, Star Wars is the thing. And uh, hey, um, weekends! If you guys want to chat about uh, the movie online, uh, we do have a, an event set up on the uh, Magic Our Way Facebook page. Uh, just go to Magic Our Way on Facebook. Uh, go to the Weekends Star Wars discussion page under events, and you can chime in with your thoughts. How long do these mm-hmm. events last? Uh, right now, I've put it through January 31st, but we can always change the end date if the discussions okay. build up. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, we'll have that up. Uh, this is, of course, going to be released. Uh, this You'll be listening to this after the new year. So I definitely want to check that out. Um, let us know what you think about uh, Star Wars. We'd love to hear your opinions now that we all of us have seen it. Um, magicrway at gmail.com is one of the best ways to get in touch with us. So we'd love to hear you. And, and one more thing real quickly. I would love to just have Richard Herchard on the show. Just I know we, we've never had Mr. Anonymous on this show yet, but I would love to have him on the show one time to hear his opinion on Star Wars. Just saying. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. There it is. The call there out. Is. Call he sent out. out the bat signal, the Mononymous signal. That's right. The Mononymous awakens. Right. You know, because he's always been welcome to be on the show whenever he wants to. He has an open invitation and he has not used it. So. Uh, I invite you, sir, whenever you feel free to use your invitation to be on the show to discuss whatever you want to come on. But I'd love to hear your take on Star Wars. All right, guys. So thank you for joining us on that little adventure through The Force Awakens. And a couple other things that we'd love to hear from you guys. MagicRoutWayGmail.com is one of the best ways to get in touch with us. Also, if you want to find us on social media and get in touch with us through there, you can definitely find us all that information on www.MagicRoutWay.com. So, guys, I'm going to give a couple people on the podcast a chance to pimp their wares. We'll start with our travel agent, Lee. Tell them what you got going on. Yeah, guys, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Lee Lastavica with Magic Moment, Magical Moments Vacations. Uh, just go to facebook.com slash Lastavica Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. You can call me directly at 832-570-5490. You can also email me at lee at magicrway.com. We'll get you hooked up and booked up. Awesome, awesome. And take advantage of those deals that we mentioned back in the queue. Absolutely. And Eli, what you got going on, sir? Oh, yes. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, just look up uh, Eli Ivory. I can be found on Twitter at Hancock10166 and on Instagram at eivory504. Um, still have the Project Gation graphic novel out. Uh, There's going to be some good stuff coming up this year in 2016. Uh, I, I would say so. Uh, keep an eye out for it. All right, sounds good, guys. A uh, couple ways you can support the show: you can buy some t-shirts. Go to magicourway.com. You can buy some t-shirts there, some of our original logos, and if you find something that you want to wear, but we don't have anything particularly made on it, please let us know, man. We can make pretty much anything from underwear to caps to tank tops to V-necks to whatever else you want to have, or even sweatshirts and hoodies and whatnot. So just let us know, man. Give us an idea. Also, too, if you want to do, uh, if you do some shopping on Amazon, man, go to our website, click on that link, and it redirects you right back to Amazon. Uh, every little bit of your purchase kind of comes back to us, so we definitely do appreciate that. It helps us. It helps to support the show and help pay for things like hosting and all that kind of business. This does take. Do, this does take some money, and we definitely do appreciate it. Um, and the third way you can support us is uh, just give us some money. <laughs> Contribute. Yeah? Contribute. You know. You won't. You won't offend us with cash. No, you won't offend <laughs> us with cash, and we definitely do appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, man, you can call or text us. Uh, seriously, you can text us at this number one eight one five Mo Weekend. That's one eight one five Mo Weekend six six nine four two two six. Guys, and that's one of the best ways to get in touch with us as well. Um, so anyway, last but not least, man, leave us a rating interview wherever you listen to the show, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher or 
wherever you download the show, the new Google Play, however, however, whatever works for you, whatever you use, please do that. That does do nothing but help the show, man. Uh, we do still have our speak pipe on our website page. You can find that little widget on the right-hand side. You can get us touch with that. But anyway, guys, that's enough of me jibber-jabbering at the end of the show. We hope to hear from you guys. We appreciate you joining us again for the new year and into our next century, quote-unquote, of shows. And we hope to see you at the end of the next century, guys, at show 200. So here goes, here goeth the journey. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. Magic out.